0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. All lower today, stocks did pair their declines. And this update brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at NR. IA.net. Stocks paired losses as the dollar fell. Treasuries and gold gained after U.S. employers added the fewest jobs in almost six years in May, bolstering the case for the Federal Reserve to leave rates lower for longer. S&P 500 index down 6 to 2,099, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. Shares of commodity producers extended gains, helping the S&P 500 index trim declines. Gold surging 3360 the ounce to 12 46, a gain there of 2.8%. Crude down 8 tenths of 1%, down 39 cents, 48.78 a barrel on West Texas Intermediate. The Dow down 31 points, a drop of 2 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 28, a drop of 6 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Shares of Walmart stores down about a tenth of a percent today. Trades lower by 8 cents at $70.87. This comes after Walmart says it's going to test grocery delivery service with Uber Technologies and Lyft, all part of Walmart's effort to compete head-to-head with Amazon.com. Let's find out more from Shannon Pettypiece, U.S. consumer reporter for Bloomberg News. Shannon, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us.
2: Yeah, sure. Glad to be here.
1: All right. So at the meeting, CEO, uh, this was uh, Doug McMillan's effort to kind of say, look, we're in the technology business as much as we're in the retail business. Uh, The annual shareholder meeting today, they're going to start this grocery delivery service in Denver and Phoenix later in the month. Is this really what's going to turn Walmart around? Does it need it?
2: Well, I think what they're doing here with this grocery delivery and also this grocery pickup service is they're really trying to like fortify the walls of the fort around their grocery business. Grocery accounts for more than half of Walmart's U.S. business. Like, they can't lose in grocery. And when you have Amazon, Google, um, Target dipping their toes into grocery delivery, I think Walmart knows, yes, they obviously they sort of missed the boat on the Internet, and you know, with Amazon when it comes to general merchandise. And they've been trying really hard to play catch-up. But when it comes to grocery, they cannot lose there. Like, they cannot be caught behind. And so – Doing things like testing this grocery delivery service they announced today where you place your order online, an Uber or a Lyft driver in these two cities that are testing it, goes and picks it up, drives it to your house for a 7 to $10 mm-hmm. delivery fee. Um, the other thing they've got is this grocery pickup service. So you order your groceries online, and then um, you drive into the Walmart parking lot. You send a notification to the store that you're there. And in less than five minutes, an employee wheels hmm. a cart out, puts them in your trunk, and you never have to get out of the car. Like, they're trying to do all of these things to really make sure they aren't going to be losing any grocery business and hopefully picking up some more, hopefully attracting customers who want to shop at Walmart who will because of the convenience. And then, of course, just improving their brand in general with customers. Hey, we're a company with a website. We do stuff online. You're in the parking lot to get groceries. Don't you want to stop in and pick up some kids' clothes? You know, Mm -hmm. And then it will sort of trickle out to the rest of their business.
3: So, Shannon, share some of the color as you uh, a, a report all day at the Bud Walton Arena on the University of Arkansas campus yeah. at the Walmart annual meeting? Because what strikes me too, this seems on a very practical level, that's huge, you know, get the groceries out there, maintain this business, but isn't it also something about sh- saying, hey, we're not the old Walmart, we are kind of hip and cool, isn't that part of what they are trying to get out to customers and, and people who buy their stock? Yeah,
2: that's a really interesting question, and Something I've been thinking about the past few days as I've been here is this sort of mix between old Walmart new Walmart. So they've been bringing some things back from the past. Um, This smiley face logo that um, in the 1980s and the 1990s was all over Walmart marketing material. When there was a low price, they'd have that smiley face next to it. Like that went away in 2006, and they announced at this meeting they were bringing that back. A few, uh, maybe it was last month, they brought back the door greeters who had sort of been dispersed to other parts of the store um, to do other tasks. The company said they're bringing those back to the door. This old hallmark of Sam Walton, layaway over Christmas, they brought that back. So there's been a number of big things that used to be hallmarks of Walmart that went away that they're bringing back. So in a sense, there's this little bit back to the future. But at the same time, right, we've got all this new tech coming out saying we're also a new hip company. So it's an
3: interesting dynamic. Shannon Pettypiece, thank you so very much. Interesting conversation about Walmart at the annual meeting today. Well, breaking news uh, this afternoon, Tony Fidel sitting, stepping down as the head of Nest Labs. Uh, a blow to Google, which bought the company just two years ago. Joining us now is Jack Clark. Jack, uh, interesting story. You say it's a blow to Google to have Tony Fidel leaving, but they some say he was a problem.
4: So there have been employee complaints about Nest for the last few months. There have also been delays on product. At the same time, Fidel has said in a blog post that this is a personal decision that's been underway since last year. However, it is a blow to Google to lose a high-profile CEO of one of its Alphabet ventures, probably the most high-profile of the non-Google businesses.
1: Jack, uh, is there any indication that the $3.2 billion that Google paid for Nest – is it an acquisition they regret, or is this just, just an executive issue?
4: They're portraying it as an executive issue. They point out that revenues have grown. Internet of Things products are a crucial part of Alphabet's future, but you may notice that Google just announced Google Home, which is a smart AI-powered virtual assistant that will sit in your living room and talk to you, much like Amazon's Echo. That's being done out of the Google business rather than Nest, so there's certainly hedging their bets with another product line not coming from Nest now.
3: Well, uh, next move for Tony Fidel, Any ideas quickly?
4: Well, he's got a, a startup that he's sort of involved in that does Internet-connected go-karts for children. So he's going to be working on that for a while. He's already been working on that for a few weeks. So it became public, I believe, last month. And he's a lifelong hardware tinkerer. I don't think this is the last we'll hear from him.
3: Jack Clark, thank you so very much. Bloomberg News reporter about Tony Fidel leaving Nest two years after Google bought the company. Pim, we've got a big day on Monday. Janet Yellen speaks at 1230. What will she say about the economy and future interest rate moves?
1: Yes, and a big day beginning on Tuesday for us. We'll be broadcasting live from Pershing's Inside 2016 conference at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando.
3: Thank you for joining us today on Taking Stock. Keep it right here on Bloomberg Radio for Bloomberg Law. Coming up, Bloomberg Law on Bloomberg Radio brought to you by Pershings Insight 2016, the must-attend event for advisors less than one week away, June 7th through June 9th.